Welcome to No Shock Sherlock, the podcast about the trailers for the movie Detective Pikachu. That's right, folks. We now have one and a half trailers. One and a half. Like Lion King movies. I'm very excited. My name is John Barr. I'm the host. And today, helping me ring in the news is my buddy Jake Christie. Jake, how are you? I'm doing really well. I'm really excited to be here. Um... It's really exciting to have another Detective Pikachu trailer. Uh, and it, I mean, not just for your content, but just for the world. It was good, something good to be put in the world for a change. Oh, it's a it's a great time to be alive and be a fan of cute, cuddly creatures, you know? I mean, it's not a great day to be a fan of Paddington that got uh, completely, uh, what's the, is snubbed? Yes, snubbed. Snub, snubbed the is Oscars. the word you're looking for, yeah. Yeah, and snubbed he was. It's it's the right word, and it's the right word. You know what I mean? Yes. Good. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this is actually real fun. We got a new trailer. Uh, 30 seconds, mind you, which is why I'm dubbing it a half trailer. But we learned some, some new details. Uh, what stood out to you in this new trailer, Jake? Uh, I think that it was... Uh, it, it definitely made the... It streamlined a lot of things and made the plot of it very clear. Um, the first time I kind of was distracted by, I mean, I don't want to say the absurdity of a Detective Pikachu movie, but I was distracted by the lights and sounds and stuff. And there's a bit where it just very clearly is like, if you want to find your father, you have to go with me. And then on top of that, uh, you, we really can't talk about a 30-second trailer without talking about the like six or seven seconds that's dedicated to a fart joke. Um, that really stood out. That that's how they decided to use their time. Oh yeah. Well, I, I I have to take a very strong stance on this. I thought that that joke was was very sophisticated for a fart joke. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying that it was. It wasn't a lowbrow fart joke, but it still was like you know, it definitely wasn't what I was seeing coming. Um, it, oh yeah. It, and I think no, that, I just say that mostly to decry the people that will inevitably be like, oh, it's a movie with fart jokes. Like, oh, no. I got a whole. Most of my favorite movies have fart jokes in them. It's just a question of, like, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Because in the thirty second trailer, you have both your dad is missing and only I can help you find him, and <laughs> a fart joke. Oh yeah. No, only only Detective Pikachu could make that work. And I forget because I rewatched um, the trailer for, and I, I haven't seen the original trailer in a bit. But uh, was Ken Watanabe in the original trailer? He was, but you know who was not? Who was not? Snubble the dog. Ah, that's big. That's that's big. Yeah, that's we big got stuff. we got a whole new reveal of a whole new Pokemon. I mean, this and and this is no ordinary Snubble. Like this Snubble, he's big. He's a big boy. Now what? Like, have uh, you ever? What series of Pokemon is Snubble the dog a part of? He is part of the Johto region, so part of the gold-silver era. Okay, yeah, I didn't really recognize him that much because, I'll be honest with you, my Pokemon knowledge basically ends around like the original, the original 100. I had like a poster, me and my brothers had a poster that had them on there. I remember I played a lot of Pokemon Snap growing up, and I was never big at Hell yeah. I was never a big handheld game guy, so I didn't really get into the ones past there. So, so I am actually glad that they are, there aren't a ton of new Pokemon, like, I recognize most of them, which made me feel comfortable, like, if it was, if Pikachu was the only Pokemon I recognized in the trailer, I'd be kind of upset, but, you know, they, they all the heavy hitters, they got the Charizard, there's the, uh, Squirtle on that, uh, on that poster, and there's the one, I think in the first show, there's the, what is it, Mimer, is that the name of the Mime one? Oh, Mr. Mime? Mr. Mime, excuse me. Uh, the yeah. The creepiest so. creature that has ever walked God's Earth? 
Mm-hmm. Now, I assume that someone has talked about on previous episodes, and I haven't listened to all of them, and I really deeply apologize, but that in this one just made it seem so... Like, how much do you think this movie is going to be just like Who Framed Roger Rabbit with Pokemon? I think that's a very interesting question, and one that I guess you'll never know how many podcast episodes we talked about it on already, uh, which is fine. You know, I'm not hurt at all by that. I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. But, how many was it? Is is it uh, over three? No, it's fine. No, you know what? You don't get to know. Okay, that's fair. I'll find you out after this. Know. I'll binge all of them, and I'll, uh, yeah, I'll find out, and I'll... I'll... Yeah, you'll listen to my podcast, I'll listen to the Vine podcast, which remind me of its name real quick. Six Second Cinema, uh, me and my friend break down Famous Vines. Anyway, uh, yeah, so... I just asked for the name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Pokemon, continue. Yeah, I, I think it's, um, it definitely is very interesting to the... I think so much of the movie is going to be about how only he can understand Detective Pikachu. And that the first scene was where he doesn't, you know, he's going crazy because he's the only one who could talk to him. And I'm, I'm wondering how, like, I think the, thing, the question I actually want to know most is why he's the only one who can talk to him. And that's, I don't know if that's the question that the studio probably wants me to be asking because that's not that interesting of a question. But, like, do you have any ideas about that? I have quite a few theories. Mm-hmm. Um, one is that. I spoke about – I did – this is one of the only uh, kind of theories that I'd spoken about on a previous podcast with a previous Jake, in fact, uh, which is the idea that perhaps Detective Pikachu is a man trapped inside of a Pikachu's body. Mm-hmm. And the only way that could be done is through a psychic Pokemon who somehow has the ability to like swap minds. And so perhaps because that Pokemon was like bonded with his father, maybe for some reason that like psychic connection is hereditary and passes on to his son. Mm. That's theory number That's one. That's interesting. That is interesting. Theory number two, perhaps uh, Detective Pikachu's voice is being filtered through Tim's mind because the psychic Pokemon is trying to reach out to Tim. And mm-hmm. speci- uh, Tim is the name of uh, Justice Smith, I should say. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. so like, he's purposely being brought in. That's my second theory. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my third – oh, go ahead. No, I, no I, I thought you only had two theories. I'm glad you have three. That's a nice round number. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I have three, which is the third one, and, and this is perhaps my most outlandish one yet, uh, which is not only is Detective Pikachu a man trapped inside of Pikachu's body, it's Tim's father. It's Timothy Sr. Mm, that is— And that's why they have enough of a connection. That's that's really fascinating, and I thought about that, too, as you were going through your theories. Obviously, it raises the question of, like, why does he sound like Ryan Reynolds? But— um, I think that that's... Uh, Ryan I, Reynolds could be just a Smith's dad. It's 2019, Jake. You're right. I'm, yeah, you're right. Oh, man, I'm making assumptions. <laughs> uh, we're talking about a world where po- uh, Pokemon live side by side by people. Um, sure. That, and I would definitely much rather live in a world where Ryan Reynolds does not have children. Yeah, I mean, I, I, that's kind of... That's that's uh, disrespectful to uh, James, and I can't remember the, his other child's name. Um, but oh, he has children. Yeah, Brian Reynolds has two kids with Black Lives. Uh-oh. Ridiculous. Oh, yeah, shit. one of them. Well, two, yeah, one I, of I, should, and, I know, I I'm not saying you're wrong because I'm not saying you're wrong because James is a girl. That's so I don't know. I forget the, his other kid's name though. But uh, yeah, he does have kids. I should say yeah. Let's just clarify. I am very pro Blake Lively having children. Ryan Reynolds, on the fence. I mean, let's well, leave it at he, that. Yeah, he's probably fine. Uh, but it's funny when I actually was watching this trailer at uh. Uh, party I was having I was at for the conference championship games in football and it was a full room of people who definitely 
who I think only like two of them have probably heard of Detective Pikachu before, so they're mostly just flabbergasted by the absurdity of the movie's existence. And someone said, you know, unfortunately all I can hear is Deadpool. And I thought that that was absurd on its face originally, because I'm like, because there's actually nothing in the world I hate more than when people refer to actors by a character that they play's name. But as I watched it again, I'm like, you know what, the fact that he plays two characters that have like, that aren't his face, it is kind of hard to separate. It's like the Bob's Burgers Archer thing. It's like, because a lot of Detective Pikachu's lines sound like they could be said by Deadpool too. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and I'm glad that you brought this up actually, because this cycles back to an earlier point, which is that I have finally come to the point where I can separate Deadpool and Detective Pikachu. Mm -hmm. And it's because of the fart joke. Do you know why? Why was that? Because if it was Deadpool mm -hmm. making that joke, it would be a loud, obnoxious, like, Minions-style fart where mm -hmm. you see the gas, and then he looks at the camera and he says, uh-oh, I eat too many of those chimichangas. Mm -hmm. Like, it'd be something like that. But this joke, and this is why I say it's, it's, the intellect, it's the intellectual's fart joke. It's a smart one. Because A, you don't hear the fart, and B, it turns from a fart joke into a caffeine joke. Mm-hmm. He twists it all around on you. It's relatable all of a sudden. Suddenly, not only is Detective Pikachu smart enough to not have loud fart sounds, mm -hmm. but it is intellectual enough to know that it has to appeal to the everyman. Every one of us drinks coffee. Every one of us has to fart because of coffee. Detective mm -hmm. Pikachu is all of us. I, I like where you're going from there. Um... I think that I definitely can relate to Detective Pikachu on some level. Um, and I think that you, you could definitely make some arguments that Detective Pikachu's existence is really just a metaphor for all of our existences trying to cry out for help and not being heard and not being understood. And no matter what we do, people only hear what they expect to hear from what the way we look. But, I don't know, I, I, I think that uh, it is a little rude. Like, I get everyone farts, but it, it seems exceedingly rude to fart while you're on someone's shoulder. Like, that just seems really... That's poor form. Like, just say, I mean, let That's me get fair. down for a second, and then level one. Like, and I and I guess like it being silent but deadly. Like, obviously, you don't have rip a big fart, but they're alone. So for him, I'm thinking that like if I'm Tim, I'd be more angry that it's smelly than if it's loud. Is it's fine, get it over with. It's like oh, it's dumb. But like. What if, like, you know, your his shoulder smells bad the whole day? Like, that's, I don't know. It feels a little rude. And I'm, oh, not, yeah. saying, and I'm not saying that it makes him a bad person necessarily, because pe good people do bad, like, do rude things all the time. And I know, I can tell he feels bad. But I do think you're right about that, does separation from Deadpool. Because Deadpool definitely would think it would be very funny to fart. Um, and it it is, I mean, it's funny to, the scene is funny, but it's not funny to fart on a friend. That's mean. Absolutely not. Yeah. Well, and, and I should say, like, thank goodness for Tim that, like, Pikachu is only on his shoulder on the, at the time instead of on his head. Because yeah. in these new uh, Pokemon Let's Go Pikachu and Eevee games, like, there is an option to have Pikachu either on your shoulder or on your head. And as bad as it is to, like, fart at nose level mm -hmm. with, like, a person that you're riding on the shoulder, if he was on his head, he'd, he'd fart directly into his brain. Or, or you... Maybe that's how he's able to talk to – that might be how it is. Or, he farted he, into Tim's brain, and now he's on the same wavelength. And that's that's why Tim has pink eye the whole movie. Um, <laughs> that's that's what it is. We finally cracked it. Jake. Cracked the code, uh, man. Um, but also, I feel like, what was your opinion on the music choice uh, for this trailer? Because it felt like with it worked at the end, but for all the bits where it's talking about how you I'll find your dad, it's like this feels a little <laughs> beat for this subject matter. 
Yeah, I mean, it's it's an interesting choice. Ultimately, I had to look at it as, like, we either get something a little bit more upbeat, kind of like, you know, what some movies try to do where they juxtapose, like, grittiness with, like, happy music, like, with that one Suicide Squad trailer that everyone liked. We either get that, or we get the other movie trend, which is taking a, like, upbeat pop song and then putting it in a minor key and slowing it down to half tempo. I fucking love that. It, I know it's. Oh, I know it's. That? I know it's manipulative and stupid. But every time I'm like, "What's this gonna be?" <laughs> See, you say you love that now, but imagine if in this trailer, like during the time where like Pikachu and Tim are running away from Greninja's, where they're fighting Charizard, you just hear in the background, it's just like, "I wanna be the very best." See, this is the thing. It would obviously exactly. have to match. <laughs> like it's not crying. it's not completely independent of what's happening on screen but there definitely is a universe in which that would make me be excited for a detective Pikachu movie like i i once again i it's it's in the same way when someone says like well, uh what's your guilty pleasure tv show like it's definitely a guilty pleasure i know i shouldn't like it but like i remember when i was in the movie theater and i first saw the trailer for the, the social network and it was creep by radiohead sung by like the children's choir i was like Fuck, I have to see this movie no matter what. Or, like, the first time I heard, I think it was one of the Hunger Games where Lord did the cover of Everyone Wants to Rule the World. I'm like, fuck, I, I didn't see that one. But, you know, it's like every time it's like, whoo, what are they going to do next? And it's so, so cheesy. Like, it, it, it's always so on the nose, too. Because they always pick a song that, like, is, like, a fifth grader. If a fifth grader had to provide juxtaposition as, like, a definition, they'd pick that. And so... I'm I'm not saying that I would want that so much. It just it feels uh like um I don't know. I I, I don't really um get the point of that song because the message of the song is like what it's kind of a love song, right? So like what is it? What what is what's going on in the trailer that is making that song make sense? Yeah, you would think it would be more of like an upbeat song about like friendship as opposed to yeah. Why true not? Love. Uh, yeah, my best friend. You're the one. You know. You know that one. Yeah, that. Yeah. What if instead of yeah doing like a slow down version of that song, what if they turned that song into like an action packed like like Scott? Mm-hmm. That honestly, I think totally would work because Scott with the with the running that would sound good. I mean, I don't know if Goldfinger's still making music. They could do a cover of it. Um, oh, dude, if I if I had my druthers, Goldfinger would still be making every every movie would have Scott. I mean. And the thing is that, like, I'm surprised you say that, because if I know John Potter, I would just assume you were someone who had your druthers. I, you know, I'd like to think I have my druthers, but I just want to make sure that the people understand that, you know, in a, in, in the world where I get my full druthers, mm-hmm. it's going to happen, and we're going to get more ska, and you're all going to thank me for it. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm no, I'm no ska head, but I definitely would appreciate it if uh, there... I, I think movie shows definitely could use more... Uh, brass sections and more. Oi, oi, oi! You know? Oh yeah, pick it up, pick it up. And things when they say that they pick it up, like they do. That... There's no false advertising with no, ska. No, ska really is. It, it it tells you exactly what it is. Like you can't judge a book by its cover unless it's the ska band, because every ska band looks like they make ska. That's right. Yeah. Now, Jake, I I have to be honest with you for a second. Okay. Have you been lying to me this whole time? I haven't been lying, okay. but I've been burying the lead. Go for it. Because we got. Got this new half trailer, the Detective Pikachu Lion King one and a half, the trailer. Mm-hmm. But we also got some news. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about the news? Uh, I don't know if I have. Uh, let me know, and I hopefully I haven't, because my reaction live will be good. Well, 
The news is there are already some Detective Pikachu or Pokemon Universe spin-off movies in the works, and that one of the stars of a potential spin-off film will be the villain in Detective Pikachu. And do you know who it is? Who? It's Mewtwo. Ooh, snap. Now, this means a lot of very good things. Mm-hmm. First of all, it means that if and when, and I, if, if my druthers become available, there mm-hmm. it will be when, not if. But that means that the sequel to Detective Pikachu will be called To Mew to Pikachu, which is very good news. I really am hoping on I'm hoping that too. I think that all series should have their titles be the Fast and Furious naming conventions. That's right. But now we get to play around with the idea of what other classic – because like you were saying, mm-hmm. you're all about the classic Pokemon. Most people are. Now we get to think about how many classic Pokemon we're going to see on screen. Are we going to see a Mewtwo movie? Are we going to see a Charizard movie? Because like we know that we're in this next year getting two Pokemon movies with Detective Pikachu and Shazam. Mm-hmm. So like now we know that the possibilities are truly endless. Yeah, I I'm excited to think about that. I'm trying to think like, what type, what Pokemon's I I mean I definitely would. How fucking great would it be to see a like psychological noir thriller with Psyduck, where like he's like a hard he drinks a lot because he wants to stop hearing the voices, you know, and he's like, and then he oh, can't yeah. he can't help but notice that like he basically is trying not to solve a murder because he keeps hearing people. And, you know, he's just, that's just spitballing, you know, maybe a movie about yeah. Snorlax trying to lose the weight. There's just a bunch of different things you could do. Oh, yeah. Well, and, like, I, I'm certainly hoping that we get a buddy cop movie with Ken Watan, Watanabe and Snubble, because yeah. I think that's mm-hmm. an instant classic right there. I mean, you had, Here's me, a question, you had me at Ken Watanabe buddy comedy, but continue. Here's the question, though. Do you think that a Pokemon is going to be one of the new Ghostbusters? That is a really good Cause question. Because that seems like... I, I mean, because, like, clearly, like, they can't do all men again because that was the first trilogy. They can't do all women because mm-hmm. America decided they didn't like that very much. Mm-hmm. So clearly they have to do a team of a multitude of kinds of people. Yeah. And a Pokemon. It could work. I mean, I think that it definitely would have to be a Pokemon that can speak because I don't think it would work if uh, it was if the Pokemon was just saying his own name. So I think, like, the yeah. Meowth with, Rock, uh, with um, what's his face? With uh, Team Rocket would work. Team Rocket. Yeah, um, but I also yeah. think that maybe he's a double agent. Maybe, or you know what? The thing, the thing is, maybe if because obviously the rights to Pokemon are going to be pretty expensive, right? And Jason Reitman, he directs mm-hmm. smaller movies. You know, totally wasn't a big budget. Up in the air wasn't a big budget. So what if he, in order to save money, says not not going to get a Pokemon. Let's get a Digimon to kind of ride the wave, and then you don't have to worry about not being able to talk. Oh, because I'm, this thing, like, do you really think that they're gonna want to spend the money on a Pokemon? And also, if you have Pokemon, do you want to give it up? Why don't you make your own Pokemon Ghostbusters and like call them like Ghost Fighters? That's true, but like Jason Reitman's whole thing, aside from making uh, dumb, boring movies before this, is also like, oh, I'm making this movie for the fans. So that it's like, true. oh, if his whole thing is appeasing fanboys. Uh, for the right record, now, I do, like, it, it I do makes like sense. up in the, I do like up in the air, but I do agree with the general statement. Um, yeah, I, I think that yeah. it's, it's interesting. I still haven't seen that one, actually. Up in the Air is very good, but it's also one of those movies that's like, George Clooney's just uh, really, really good in it, and it's just, it definitely uh, is, it it also doesn't want you, It it I feel like a lot of those smaller movies make you, and this is me projecting, but make you want to feel bad that this isn't what all movies are. It's like, 
see all movies should be about like real people it's like i'm not gonna see tully i'm sorry like i'm just, i'm not interested in the, anyway um but yeah i think that oh uh, sure tully yeah yeah I, I did anyone see tully anyway um, i remember seeing young adult at home and being like well this isn't good and then the internet was like tully's better and i was like okay yeah but like i'm still not gonna see it unless it like becomes available on hulu probably yeah, what one of my best moments in my life is when i finally just like i like great movies and i like movies that are like critically acclaimed but on a on, unless a movie's like super critically acclaimed I would much rather watch like a mildly critically acclaimed action movie. <laughs> like it's just like the bar because like if you if if you say like a movie like Tully is like pretty like in order for me to see a movie like Tully it needs to be great. You know what I mean? Like I'm not gonna see it. I'm not gonna see an indie movie about like uh, the struggles of motherhood. I'm not, and I don't even want to say struggles of motherhood because that implies like it has anything to do with that subject. It's like I don't, I'm not gonna see an indie movie about like everyday life unless it's apparently great. Like I'm not gonna watch a seventy percent Rotten Tomatoes <laughs> of that. You know what I mean? Uh, so yeah. yeah. Anyway, we got off the topic. Now, question: What Pokemon do you think would be the best instead of Charlie Theron in Tully? Ooh, which Pokemon do I think would be the greatest mother? Easy, kind of scum. That's fair. Um, well, and I, I should say also, I have the benefit of a previous episode. Uh, me and Vanessa Gritton talked about who would be the best uh, Pokemon stepdad. Mm-hmm. So I've had just Pokemon parent figures on the brain for who, a few episodes. Who did you go with for the stepdad? Uh, stepdad, I think I ended up going with Venusaur. Okay. She, I remember, went with Hitmonchan. We talked about maybe a Snorlax. Snorlax, I feel like, definitely is not stepdad, is your, uh, after you graduate from high school and go to college, your mom's boyfriend, who is, like, completely inoffensive and just is kind of there, you know what I mean, in the background. Like, I don't, because he, he, Snorlax is not doing any parenting. Like, he's not interested. He's just kind of, like, it's like a, uh... Hey, make sure you say hi to Dave when you come by. Hey, Dave. You know what I mean? Like, not... I can't imagine him giving you a stern talking to. Although I've never had a step-parent, so I can't really say. But, anyway. There you go. Um, Our homes are too good. Shouts to... Shouts to homes <laughs> that was an awful broken. thing I just said. No, shouts to homes not being broken, but also shouts to people who make the best of their situations. You know, no one's life's perfect, and, you know, I know plenty of people who are better than I am who... Uh, you know, have didn't have great home lives, so shouts to them and shouts to shout. You know, who also I think would be a good um, actually not a good uh, you know, be a good like grandpa is uh coughing because you know it's like he's just always in the corner. You know, like in TV shows, will I have like the grandpa who is just kind of forgotten is on the oxygen tank the whole time? Um, yeah, I, yeah, I never had a grandpa in my life because one's dead and one's not in the picture, but. I, I imagine that that would be a good grandpa, but that's just something I was thinking about because I was trying to think of a way to shoehorn coughing into the conversation because how ridiculous is it that the Pokemon that coughed is called coughing? Now, what's more ridiculous? Oh, that, lo- yeah. that or Ekans and Arbok? What's more ridiculous? Ooh, I mean, as someone who has the luxury of knowing the later generations, I still have to vote with uh, Vanillish, who is a vanilla ice cream cone Pokemon. Ah, uh, I see. So what you're saying is that... That chance is a both. That they definitely okay, so they definitely didn't get more creative. Um, oh no, Pokemon has always been kind of stupid. Yeah, I remember, which is great because I've also always been kind of stupid. So that, it really that just is, plays to my strengths. That is something I've known about you. But I remember that when I first, when I was like seven, and my older brother explained to me where they got Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres. I was like, holy shit, they're on other levels here. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. Ugh, I love that movie. I wonder if we're going to get them in it, too, because if 
if Mewtwo is potentially the villain of this first Detective Pikachu movie, mm-hmm. maybe the second Detective Pikachu movie will have Mewtwo take more of a like anti-hero role, like a Shadow the Hedgehog, and then the villain is going to be Lugia. Or the Unknowns. I don't know if they still do a thing, but I remember them. Um, oh, yeah, the Unknowns, the Alphabet with yeah. Entei. Yeah, that was always strange. I remember I saw the un- the movie with the Unknowns when I was uh, staying in a friend's, like, we were renting a uh, timeshare in Cape Cod or Martha's Vineyard, one of the two, and I don't remember anything from it, so it definitely was a waste of my parents' money. But, uh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> Martha's Vineyard. You just stay inside and watch Entei Needs well, Mom's Well, no, movie. I mean, we were there for, like, a week. Like, I, I don't know, you know, it's... Seeing a movie on vacation is perfectly fine. I'm gonna defend my decisions. Um, now, now hey, what no, was make, not what was worse was I'm I, a big proponent of Entei needs moms. Now, I'm gonna go back, circle back to that in a second. But that, at least it wasn't as bad as I think the year before we went to see a movie when we were on that week long vacation, and we went to see The Master of Disguise. So, um, ah, yes, Drew uh, Carey. If anyone ever, uh, Dana Carvey, but uh, you said Drew Carey. <laughs> Uh, I sure did. If anyone ever wants to do, you know how he, John Barr has this podcast, which is just about the Detective Pikachu trailer. If anyone wants to do a podcast that's just about Master of Disguise, I'm here for it. But uh, yeah, I, Mars needs moms. How well you're? I assume you're very well versed in the production problems that that movie had. I'm not. Okay, so you know how it was ridiculously expensive, right? Like uh, to make. No. Oh, I, I thought you, I thought you were saying like it was ridiculously expensive to make something about it but yeah i could definitely see how a movie i mean j- just right off the bat the expenses to get to mars that must be well, exorbitant yeah no but it's an actual in seriousness it's i'm fascinated by mars deeds moms because its production budget was 150 million dollars okay and it made domestically okay. it only made 21 million dollars that's and, less and i remember that the thing that i heard about is that um they did motion capture everything and seth green played the lead right and test screenings were all off put because they're like seth green is playing a child but he sounds like a grown man and so they like go back and redo all of his lines and like raise the pitch on all of them and that didn't do well so they had to spend a ton of money in addition to like obviously the motion captures cost a lot of money but like they do a bunch of reshoots and stuff because it's like this is a grown man this doesn't look and yeah it's anyway guys if you ever want to read about morrison's bombs it's pretty great but there we go. And it's crazy. That makes they still sense. don't I mean, have Seth the moms. Green is no Andy Serkis. They still don't have the moms either. They still they didn't just get Seth Green to play the moms? No, I'm kidding. I actually don't know how the movie ends. I didn't see it. But Me neither. That you had, if they were if they were native actors, they should have cast famous master of disguise, Drew Carey. Drew Carey, yeah. Oh man. Have you seen the Master of Disguise? No, but I'll watch it. It's honestly fucking I have it on DVD because of course I do. And yeah, I'll I'll put it on occasionally. It's what he one time disguised himself as a cow turd. Good. Anyway, um, you gotta do what you gotta do. He does, and then someone steps in it, and then they realize it's him, and he has to run away as the cow turd. But you know, uh, going back to Detective Pikachu, I actually don't have anything to say. That's just me trying to segue. That's fair. I I had a, a point I wanted to circle back to as well. Uh, the fact that not only do we have Detective Pikachu coming out, but we also have Shazam. Mm-hmm. That looks like a fun Pokemon movie. I don't know why they haven't put in, like, the actual, like, motion capture of whatever Zachary Levi's face is going to be as Shazam the Pokemon, but, I mean, how, how are you excited for that movie? Uh, I'm probably going to see it because it's a superhero movie and I see basically every superhero movie. Um, yeah, even well, I don't know if Pokemon are superheroes. That's true. 
Um, yeah, I, it is a bit weird that he that they're doing you releasing the footage before they do all the edits. Um, especially because it seems like they've done like they put in the CGI to make the suit light up and like him to have lightning come out of it. So like I don't know why they don't just show him as the Pokemon, but um, yeah, it's it's strange. Uh, but I'm um, you know it seems like it's uh, it's gonna be fun. I don't know. It's uh, definitely yeah. It's definitely a weird rollout. And honestly, I, if I were the executives. I would I would definitely have emphasized the Pokemon angle more because you could easily watch those trailers and not realize that it has anything to do with Pokemon. Yeah, well, and it's also the kind of issue where, like, you know, like with most Pokemon, Shazam does say his name mm-hmm. a couple of times, and that's how he communicates and uses his powers. But so much of it is with him and his human face and him talking to another human, where much like with Detective Pikachu and Tim... We don't know how they've established this psychic connection. Like, we don't know if Shazam farted on this kid's head, so that's how they're able to talk. Yeah, we just don't know. It, that is true. There are too many questions left, but, I mean, you know, I I want to have faith in the Pokemon cinematic universe. Yeah, I, 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 I think they, they can do a good movie out of it. I think that it's just a question of, I, I gotta assume that they're doing some redubbing and new lines and stuff and adding him saying Shazam more. But, like I said, I, I think that at this point, uh, there's so many great movies based on very nerdy things that, you know, some of us grew up with that it's all icing on the cake. And, you know, like, if Detective Pikachu is good, I'm okay with Shazam not being as good because I just know that, like, even the MCU started, didn't start off on the best. Like, even at the MCU had Thor and uh, in the Iron Man 2. You know what I mean? So I, I have faith. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you know, if, if, detect- if Shazam ends up being the Lego Ninjago... To detect Pikachu's Lego movie, mm-hmm. so be it. Yeah, ex- that, that's a good way of putting it. Um, and then, and even in, in that case, then, then we also can expect a Lego Batman movie. So, like, I, I think the Pokemon Cinematic Universe is in really good hands. Um, oh yeah. Oh, dude, Lego Batman is definitely gonna be Mewtwo. God, Mewtwo as an antihero would be really awesome. I and I I need them to uh, have him speak. And please tell me. I, there's a, I, I assume they probably already cast it, and I just don't know. But tell me that Mewtwo should not be played by Michael Fassbender. Ooh, I don't know. I, I like the idea of it, but... Honestly, my idea I, was just I, I to think of the most... Fassy. My idea was to think of the most intense actor I could think of who's, like, not super old, and he's very intense. Daniel Day-Lewis. I mean, yeah, Daniel Day-Lewis. I don't really want Daniel Day-Lewis to do it because I don't know want to know what he would do to get himself into the role, but... Mm. I mean, it can't be worse than Jared Leto Joker, right? Oh, God. Fuck Jared Leto for doing that shit. You, you honestly okay, bye. say that. <laughs> <laughs> All right.